the worst Supreme Court decision ever made, Dred Scott v. Sanford. Hello everyone, my name is Hiral and I'm your host for the Supreme Court Times podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the 1858 Supreme Court case known as Dred Scott v. Sanford. Known as the worst Supreme Court decision ever, it had a huge impact on the start of the Civil War. Let's get into the details. Dred Scott was the slave of Peter and Elizabeth Blow. He was born into slavery in 1799. Scott and the Blows moved to a cotton plantation in Alabama in 1830, but after a short period of time, the plantation actually failed, so the Blows and Scott ultimately moved back to St. Louis, Missouri, where Blow was in charge of a boarding house known as the Jefferson Hotel. Eventually, in 1832, Peter Blow had passed away and made arrangements for Scott to be sold to Dr. Emerson, an army surgeon who took Scott to Fort Armstrong in Illinois. At that time, Illinois was a free state and had outlawed slavery. Emerson then moved to the Wisconsin Territory in which the Missouri Compromise was in place. So, if you didn't already know what the Missouri Compromise is, to balance the northern states that were against slavery and the southern states which were for slavery, the Missouri Compromise of 1820 stated that Maine would become a free state and Missouri would become a slave state. It also affected the status of other states as well, making them into free states, including the Wisconsin Territory Scott and Emerson currently were in. Scott met his soon-to-be wife Harriet Robinson there, who was also a slave. After their marriage, Harriet became a slave under Emerson. Emerson left to St. Louis and Louisiana in 1838 and eventually met and married Eliza Sanford, leaving the Scots in Wisconsin Territory during that time to be hired out. After a year, the Scots with their newborn two daughters rejoined the Emersons in Louisiana again. After Emerson passed away a few years later, the Scott family became the property of Eliza, Emerson's wife. Eliza went to St. Louis and the Scott family was hired out. After a while, Scott had approached Eliza and asked if he could buy his and his family's freedom multiple times, but every single time, Eliza refused. Both Scott and his wife Harriet filed for lawsuits in St. Louis's court, stating that since Scott and his family had lived in Louisiana and Wisconsin for a prolonged period of time where slavery was abolished, they should be able to gain their freedom. Scott's case was the one that went forward, since their cases were both so similar, and one decision could apply to both of them. Initially, in 1847, their case was lost on a technicality that the Scots couldn't prove that they were slaves of Eliza, but they were provided a retrial. In 1850, the St. Louis court determined that Scott and his family should be free. However, an issue had arose. During the case, Scott's wages had been withheld and Eliza had married again, leaving Scott and his family to her brother John Sanford to take care of the responsibility and the case. However, John Sanford didn't want to have to pay back Scott his wages, so instead he decided to appeal the case to the Missouri Supreme Court. The Missouri Supreme Court overturned the St. Louis Court's decision and stated that Scott and his family are still slaves. Scott then appealed the case again to the United States Circuit Court in Missouri, but the case still maintained the decision that Scott and his family were slaves. Finally, in 1854, Scott appealed the case to the Supreme Court of the United States, and the case was heard in 1856. The decision of the case was 7-2, to two, the majority ruling against Scott. Chief Justice Roger B. Taney delivered the majority opinion, which, just to remind you, was the worst decision ever made by the Supreme Court. 
First, Tanny brought up that since Scott was black, whose ancestors were imported into the U.S. and sold as slaves, should not even be able to sue in federal court since he wasn't considered a citizen. Tanny also stated that the Missouri Compromise was unconstitutional, since he believed that Congress should not have the power to determine whether or not a state should allow slavery. Thus, Tanny went on to say that since the Missouri Compromise was unlawful, the fact that Scott had moved to a free state at the time did not mean he was emancipated. Tanny finally ruled that slaves remain property under the Fifth Amendment. Obviously, Tanny's opinion was an absolute travesty and was challenged in the dissenting opinion by Justice Benjamin R. Curtis and Justice John McLean. They argued that in certain states such as New York, New Jersey, North Carolina, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, black people were considered citizens and had all the rights that any other man had in the state. He disagreed with the abolishment of the Missouri Compromise as well and thought of it as unreasonable. Curtis also challenged Tanny's firm view that the Constitution intends to be firmly against anti-slavery legislation. So, after all of those cases and trials, Scott unfortunately still remained a slave. However, in 1857, the Scott family finally received freedom, but it was due to a totally different issue. During all of the cases, Eliza Emerson got married to Calvin Chafee, a congressman and an abolitionist. He sold the Scots to Taylor Blow, the son of Scott's original owner that we talked about in the beginning of this episode. Taylor Blow freed the Scots in 1857, and unfortunately, Scott passed away a year later due to tuberculosis. However, his family went on to live in freedom past the Civil War. Dred Scott v. Sanford lengthened the divide between northern and southern states over slavery, ultimately leading to the Civil War. This truly was the worst Supreme Court decision ever made, but after the Civil War, the 13th Amendment was passed, finally freeing slaves as they so rightfully deserved. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Supreme Court Times. I hope you enjoyed listening, and if there are any other cases you want to hear about, you can let me know by sending in an audio message on anchor.fm slash the Supreme Court Times. Thank you for listening, and stay curious.